0: Okay,
1: And we're live. What's going on?
0: Not much. This yeah. is Oliver. This is Isaiah. And uh, this is, I think, the, let's see.
1: Second episode.
0: Yeah, first one.
1: The First one was introduction. Introduction to it. This one is um, an actual episode. We're actually going to be talking about um, an actual topic. Mm-hmm. And this topic is?
0: Um, sort of. Pretty broad one, but health uh, and more so yep. eating habits, how yep. they can become uh, an impediment That's to a, a happy word. life. They can be advice. That's they can a great be, word. I think you use the word idol, too. That's pretty helpful. Yeah. I, I th- so, um, for both of us, food has been both a, uh, a gift and a bit of a, a snare for us, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, on my part, I was pretty heavy for a while. Um, long story short, short.
1: Well, you, you, don't have to, you, you don't have to be that short. I mean, nah, you, know, no, yeah. you can tell them. Like, how, how heavy were you at your heaviest? Yeah, I
0: mean, I was young, and I was like 180. I was probably, you know, let's say I was 180, and I was about in the fifth grade. So, that would, you know, yeah. give you some rough idea of about where I was body weight. And I was always the heavy kid in class, which is not fun yeah um you know you see it pretty often you become desensitized to it we don't realize what it's like being that kid yeah and people sort of overlooking any other attributes because you're the heavy kid and that went on for a while until eighth grade i said okay well i'm sick of this i'm old enough to make a decision to change things and um I used this really crazy weight loss technique called dieting and exercise, and uh, it worked pretty well. Wow. Yeah. It it, it it worked. It was nice. Just eating less. I remember as a kid having this habit of coming home, Oreos. Yeah. Th- those were a big one for me. Oreos I could, do it. Yeah. I, I could eat a whole, you know. Sleeve of them, not sleeve, what do you call them? Just a container of them, basically. A tray? Like a, tray. a tray, I could yeah. eat a tray of oh, <laughs> As long as I had enough tray. milk. And uh, I never thought twice about it, because that's just eating unhealthy, not thinking anything about it. And then, um, lost weight, you think people would notice, they really don't. Um, it's usually a gradual process, and then they look at earlier photos of you, and they realize, hey, you did lose just a incredible amount of weight that's all you really get Mm -hmm. but what you don't realize you get is you know health and sort of feel better and not be destroying your body yeah um so that was it lost weight gained it back after high school Mm -hmm. not as bad lost it again so you were
1: dieting as a kid yeah like how old would you say
0: this was from well so i was I don't know if I said I lost weight. I had lost weight in the 8th grade. So, it was from, like, late 6th grade into 7th grade. Mm -hmm. And then, at the end of that, it was 8th grade.
1: And then, so, leading into your adulthood life, because you're 24. Yeah. Right? I'm 22. Yeah. Um, Have you had struggles with food? Like, portions and, um, like, to the point where it's just like, I think I'm eating too much. Like, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And usually you would think it, it would be sort of like this subconscious thing where you know you're having a little too much but once you actually look at what you're eating you often realize you're doing it for other reasons usually boredom yeah. is, a, is a popular one I yeah. think that's most people yeah uh, i don't know about you but yeah boredom uh if i was feeling down or anxious eating is a great way to boost your serotonin levels yeah so they say um so you get that reward every time you eat. You're gonna keep doing. it.
1: Yeah. So that's actually a great segue into to um, my um, side of it, which is um, the reason why I think this podcast would be um, so helpful to people is because um, me and him have a different ways of seeing things, mm-hmm. which is good. But it's also they meet each other in the middle at some point, and so which is good. And so um, the reality is, food is a necessity. We all need food to, to survive. We need water. Um and so the reality is like for instance, me my story is I never had an issue I never had issues with gaining weight, but I've always had issues with food. If that makes any sense. So I had a very fast metabolism. I was playing basketball probably like eight or nine hours a day. You're not gonna gain any weight running miles and miles and miles and miles and miles, and miles. like you know, in the hot sun, as a 16 year old, you're not gonna gain any weight. But I ate non-stop all the time. And it's always been a problem for me. And it wasn't until probably last year where I actually started gaining weight. Uh, or no, early, yeah, last year, 2020. Last year. Um, and it wasn't until that point where I started really gaining weight. I started really actually um, just like feeling guilty for eating. Um, because I wasn't hungry. The reason why I was always eating was because um, of stress, like you said, anxiety, yeah. and that, that temporary reward you get from food, um, I think um, is, can be a real um, hindrance um, for um, spiritual growth. And the reason I say that is because um, there are many of us, not just me, um, in the world who use food as, as a vice and who use it as a way to cope with things and so um, now if that's how you handle things you have to understand that there is a real possibility you could be handicapped because in reality is if if we are to be followers of Jesus um, then we should understand that our stresses and anxieties should be poured out on him not on food mm-hmm. and so in reality that's why I say um, it can become a real idol for people including myself It's something I'm taking myself right now teaching myself Because I literally have to remind myself that it's not food is not the way that I gain pleasure. Um, um, Food is not the way. Like I can gain, I should not be the source. It is a source, but it shouldn't be the source. And I think that's the best way to put it. Um, um, Food is a necessity and a primal need and desire that we all need and crave. Um, It is a psychological fact. Hear me out. That food is a coping mechanism for many, especially for me. When I'm stressed out, I eat. Um, So I think when we cross that boundary line of where we are eating um, to strictly um, deal with our stress and not giving upon the Lord through prayer, um, I think it can get into the area, the gray area, where it's like, okay, maybe I need to pull back a little bit. That's turning a good thing, I think, into an absolute thing or an extreme thing. Like, does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I mean... uh, had any uh, so, like, for me, I what I think is interesting too is sometimes it's like a good thermometer, yeah. Like, if my eating's like poor, because I know I struggle with mm-hmm. if my eating's poor, I say, like, well, what is it? Like, I, I we both said stress, yeah, like, stress is the big thing, but like, it what kind of thing. stress, like, you know, not to get too personal, but yeah. I'm mean, like, you 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 say to yourself, well, what is it that's really stressing me out, and you can just like maybe it's like outdated but you can like psychoanalyze yourself a little bit yeah you can you can say well all right well, I mean I know I'm stressed I'm not dumb but like for me like the thing was I was a very shy person when I was younger so I had a hard time fitting in mm-hmm. so what am I gonna do well I'm gonna eat for fun right like um,
1: so but so, so behind every I want to go somewhere I say every meal Mm. But those moments where you're like, "I really need something to eat, yeah behind those moments do you think there was a moment of uh like behind Sorry, behind that craving of food mm. was there perhaps um there was always a reason, but I'm not looking for the word reason i'm looking there was always a um right. something pro- uh something provoking you to eat,
0: yeah, i mean what, i mean unhealthy i mean obviously yeah. hunger for the healthy stuff, but...
1: Yeah. And notice it's not good, healthy food. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. you can
0: use that as a thermometer when it's like, wow, I'm eating trash and I am... I don't need to. Yeah. So why am I doing it? And so, like, okay, well, really it comes down to I'm having trouble fitting in at a young age. So yeah. That's, then, you know, okay, after high school I'm starting to gain it back. Right. Okay, it's probably because I don't have that sense of belonging that you have when you're in school. Right. Um, you know... I don't know what it was for you. I, yeah. For you, you said stress. Probably just yeah, but uh, stress uh, my, in my, life, I don't know. Yeah,
1: my, my parents got divorced when I was 10. And so there's always been a sense of stress mm. from that moment because life hit me in the face. And so when life hits you in the face and your childhood is almost like, I don't want to say taken, go that far, but it's tainted because there's a sense of like, wow, like things in life can be taken from you. Like Like, I don't just like exist and i get to play video games all day and that's my life like that was very interrupted for me at a young age and it stressed me out as, so you, as an 11 year old 12 year old
0: we we keep finding new topics and yeah. uh i think that's one you know yeah that, that that
1: but 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 i'm saying like there there's always like for instance of course we're excusing those people uh if you're an individual of which like you have like an actual like Um, hormonal problem or a a thyroid problem I know there are people who aren't just like um, um, gaining excess weight um, due to their own choices but due to medical reasons so obviously excusing those people not to make them feel bad no or like you know saying like if you're big it's because you have issues no that's, that's not what we're saying they're all always exceptions but we're referring to those who were in our positions where it's like we eat because we're stressed and we don't handle it the right way and it's
0: yeah and it is manageable that's what really gets you the most, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't have that experience growing up, but yeah. I will say I could understand how that's going to increase your stress. Yeah. Um. It's weird, too. You don't really think of... You stop thinking about food as, like, a necessity, and it becomes, like, a form of entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: the, the, uh, the scripture that I... Um, was looking into was first corinthians six nineteen, uh many people know this one uh do you not know that your bodies are temples of the holy spirit who's in you whom you have received from god you are not your own so that is something that hit me really hard in more recent years um because i had to really do a lot of soul searching like why am i eating why can't i stop eating why am I not handling it the way, like um, the scripture talks about, and all things um, you're supposed to handle it through prayer and supplication. So you want to, instead of going to the cabinet and grabbing your favorite snack, like my favorite snack is probably like Cheetos. I like Cheetos a lot. Okay. So if I'm grabbing Cheetos, I literally have to, because I, I do believe it is this serious. When I'm grabbing a snack, I only have to check my motives. Like, why am I grabbing this snack right now? Like mm. some people may see it as, as as extreme, but for someone like me who's had a history of this, I have to check myself constantly. So when I want junk food, mm. and my wife knows this, you know she she holds me accountable to where like if I'm eating junk food, she's like, "Baby, are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm okay. I'm okay. I just really just want to watch this movie and I want to have junk food like that's I'm okay." Mm. But it's not like there's not an underlying issue there, and so you have to always check your heart. And so back to scripture real quick. And mm. First um, Corinthians six nineteen um it talks about your temple being a temple of the holy spirit um your body body is not your own body your body is rented we all know this whether you're a believer or not we believe that we're our souls in a temporary body we all are going to die and so the reality is um I, i believe that um our bodies are not our own we don't belong to ourselves um, when we follow Christ, the Lord says, deny yourself and, and take up the cross daily and follow me. And so what we have to do is, um, is really just, um, check our hearts, check our motives, um, and really just, um, just see like, like, why am I doing the things I'm doing? Being intentional about the the decisions I make. And I think that's a big thing. Um, being intentional, uh, realizing if my body's not my own, I don't always, um, I should probably treat this body the best way I possibly can. Hmm. And so, therefore, you don't throw, like in, in a temple, right, regardless of what religious background you are, um, temple associated with temples is cleanliness. Associated, uh, associated with temples are order, organization. Hmm. No one, when you think of a temple, you don't think of a trash heap. You think of something clean, organized. You think of people who are clean and organized. And so I think that's how we should treat our bodies. I think that's an analogy how we should treat our bodies. I think we should be intentional about what we put in our bodies. We should be intentional about how we treat them, and that even goes into working out. Mm. Um, I'm not saying you got to be in the gym four or five times a week. That's some people. That's extreme and just not logical for most people. Mm. Um, but just just being intentional about your body, knowing what's going inside your body, no, and and just really, um, yeah. I think just really paying attention um, and realizing that you know that this body is not my own. Then um, before this body is is you know gone um I should really do the, the best I can to stew it over hmm.
0: now and I don't know scripture as well as you no, that's fine right. um, I hardly I don't know anything man. Uh, there's an emphasis on non-pollution yeah. for any you know various ways that are mentioned yeah um I mean, I just don't see, like, there's not an emphasis on, like, things like exercise. No. Especially when people, it's not, like, their first priority. Usually they go to, like, weight loss is, like, this passive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think a lot of people would benefit a lot of, a lot, I mean, it doesn't even matter what group you're talking about, world religion or, you know, atheist societies, whatever. It doesn't matter. All, all people, I think, can get some sort of psychological benefit yeah. from strength training or endurance or yeah. something like that and um i don't know you just don't see it promoted as much as just like weight loss like what what is weight loss right is it eating less it doesn't have to be you can yeah. try to increase your muscle you can try to increase your cardiovascular health by yeah. you know try running that's that's i did walking and then i realized i liked running so yeah I think people should try to find specific things that work for them. Yeah. Um, because not only is it gonna help you health wise, it's gonna help you on that deeper level. Yeah. Find something that you connect with. And other people do it too. Yeah. It's a great way to meet people. So I'd say it's a great way to get out of a rut that would usually be dealt with food.
1: Yeah. And, and I think I read something um by Doctor Caroline Leaf. Um uh she deals with um tons of things. I'm not crazy smart like that, so I can't really say the scientific names. But she deals with the issues of the brain. And so, she. I think she said it takes 21 days to start a habit, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Um, uh, 21 days of doing something repeatedly over and over again um, to the point where it, it kinda comes a lot easier. It almost comes, I don't wanna say second nature as much, but it's like, um, if, you're, if you want to go to the gym, and you feel convicted in your heart like you know I need to go work out and do something I have the time to do it you know my kids are taken care of blah 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 Um, I have the opportunity to do it Um, I should go to the gym and you go to the gym and you can't do anything because you haven't been to the gym in 15 years I can't I can hardly lift anything if I don't go to the gym for like 6 months and try to come back and try to lift the same weight I was doing when I was 18 that's not gonna work bro that's not how it works um People in there have giant muscles and giant, not giant um, huge endurance levels because they do this every day or every other day. And so do not be discouraged. If you try to go to the gym, please give it more than a day. Give it even more than a week. Understand that your body, ha- as it's as it's been adjusting to um, a very laid-back, more junk food-oriented lifestyle, it also needs time to adjust to a more um, active um, lifestyle and mm. so that takes time and so I want to like encourage you like don't like start small but you have to start you know like starting is, is, is the hardest thing to do mm. and so that's why I'm
0: just to like anyway. interject I, I think so I like had this professor for this personal nu- nutrition class yeah. and she was one of the smartest people I've met honestly yeah. I just think a lot of things that she said resonated with me and um, one of the things that she would always say if she's talking about like unhealthy eating uh, you know use of substances or you know choosing not to exercise is um, be honest with yourself hmm. ask yourself why am I doing this and you know something like oh well I'm going to eat this diet that has you know it's almost strictly me yeah. and I'm not going to knock people that do that but what I'm saying is um you would get a lot of people claiming certain health benefits that weren't necessarily true. right? And it would sort of be like, well, be honest with yourself. Like, why are you doing it? Are you doing it because you want to eat meat and you want to be healthy? Or are you doing it because you think that's the best way to do it? Right. Or like a better example is, um, and I'm not trying to knock it. This actually came up. This why? is, uh, something that's like supplements. Yeah. Some people need supplements. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. But you have a very strong
1: I do. feeling about, very uh, strong. about supplements. So, in, in, in a non, I guess, intrusive way.
0: Yeah.
1: I, like I without mean, hurting someone's feelings. I, 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 how do you feel about supplements? Uh,
0: so I respect people wanting to use them. Yeah. I think that there are a lot of people that could use them. Right. The majority of people that use them don't need them. Mm. And the amounts in some of these supplements can be to really unnecessarily high levels either Mm -hmm. you're going to in the case of something like a water-soluble vitamin you're gonna just process it out of your body which to be a little vulgar you're gonna pee it out right and it's gonna be your money (laughs) that you are now I mean it depends on what level you're buying usually lower levels gonna be cheaper and I would recommend that I'm not a doctor but I just as someone that tries to keep an eye on things that they're putting into their body um,
1: so when someone's not a supplement guy, they're probably like herbs and spices kind of guy. Like natural, grown from the earth kind of thing? Maybe.
0: I, I, I mean, so something like, for example, like protein powder. Yeah. There's protein powder powders out there that are like 50 you know, grams of protein yeah. in a single serving. Your body can only absorb at a maximum 30 grams. That's yeah. not like some wishy, that's, a, that's accepted. Yeah in the scientific community that's a hard fact I would say you know as much as anything is Right. Um, so really what you're going to do is you're going to just excrete that out of your body and you're not going to use it or you're going to store it as fat Um, I think using it for example vegetarians are going to need something like vitamin B12 because that's found in a lot of animal products Mm -hmm. you can get it from eggs I believe but I, I don't know how easy that would be But you get people drinking these vitamin drinks and sort of saying, "Well, I'm healthy, but their diet's poor," and almost like this is going to counteract. So I don't know. So
1: so so basically, you're saying is that they are eating poorly, mm -hmm. and they try to balance that with supplements that are supposed to support a healthy diet, not replace a healthy diet.
0: Yes, exactly. And and. But you're seeing it in foods, too, that aren't necessarily supplements, Mm. or or not commonly supplemented, or I guess, enriched foods. You'll see a lot of energy drinks that have them now. Mm. Um, Whether you like them or not, you know, you're allowed to like them, and I respect you if you like them. But if you're pretending that you're doing it, and it's specifically very good for you, Mm -hmm. that, to me, it it comes back to that, be honest with yourself. Why are you doing it? Do you just like the way that they taste? Do you like the energy? I would respect you. I, I mean, I'd respect you anyways. But I would right. respect it more if you could be honest right. and just say you like to eat unhealthy and you like to drink those drinks. If you do, um, and you can be happy, then that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of it, I think, comes back to marketing and sort of making people think that they're making a good choice when mm-hmm. maybe they're not. Yeah, that's that's my shtick I don't
1: know. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, that was good. That's that's. Yeah. So we have um, covered a lot of topics, um, a lot of subtopics within the overall. To bring it back, um, we are trying to um, make people, I'm not trying to make people aware. like Awareness is everywhere. But try to um, be um, more intentional with the decisions you make regarding what goes into your body, um, regarding how you treat your body, um, and going back to 1 Corinthians six nineteen. 19. Um, um, Treat your body like you're renting it, and eventually you have to have to give it back. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure if you were b- borrowing your neighbor's lawnmower, I don't think you would throw your neighbor's lawnmower down the nearest hill and then give it back to him. No, no it's not. He wouldn't accept it. He would probably tell you to place the lawnmower. And so, if you're lucky, if you're lucky <laughs> yeah. So I tell you a lot yeah. So treat uh, treat your body like it's not yours because it's not. Um, and so, um, yeah. And so uh, I, I think we've done a, a great, um, a, not a great, but we, we've done the most we can right now and um, regarding this topic. And uh, we look forward to, to hearing from you guys soon. Thank you. Peace.